0: Are my preferences actually crutches for me to avoid doing the work of healing? Welcome to Women Being Loved. I'm Tadra, your host. Let's talk about the list, ladies, shall we? You know what I'm talking about, that relationship wish list. He or she needs to be this tall, earn this amount of money, have one of these three professions. Oh, and I need an incredible body too. (laughs) I shared in the first episode of this podcast that I've been on a quest to interview hundreds of everyday women, just like me and you, on how they attracted their greatest romantic relationship, the lasting one. These stories are being curated into a book, so stay tuned for that. But in the meanwhile, we are using their stories, extracting their wisdom to talk today about the wish list. Nearly every woman I interviewed talked about the list. And something that several women shared was that the list changed at different points in their lives. Some women said they actually manifested their list or the person of their dreams at 25, right? Pretty early in life. But then realized that he or she, nor the list, (laughs) made them happy. So, what happened? What happened? If they got exactly what they wanted, why didn't they actually want it? I asked several women on Facebook because, you know, I wanted more research, I wanted something beyond my one on one interviews. So, I asked women on Facebook. To talk about their experience with the list, I got every answer from the love list is crucial to the list has failed me. <laughs> what I saw when I added up all the data was there is a right time and a right way to make the list. And as I said or alluded to earlier, there's also an evolution of the list which we will talk about in more detail next week. I know I told you in the last episode that I wasn't giving you templates or formulas and I'm not, but I am going to give you a wise suggestion. Okay, are you ready for it? Here it is. Wait to make your list until you've got a better grasp on who you are. Okay, I'm going to repeat that because it's really, really important. Wait to make your list until you've got a better grasp on who you are. So before you address what you want in someone else, ask who are you and who do you want to be for yourself? Why? Why you say, why am I doing this? (laughs) Because the list is reflective of who you are. Okay, so unless you've lived a life a bit, say you hit 35, even 40, unless you've already gone through counseling, therapy, prayer, whatever you may need to heal your hurt places. And ladies, before you get defensive, we all have hurt places and to discover how amazing you are on your own, then your list is going to be skewed. Okay. So how do, how do we, how do we start to unpack this? Well, pay attention to the patterns in your life from previous relationships. Pay attention to what is imprinted on you from your family of origin. How are these things affecting your current choices and how you see yourself and others? We all have filters. We all have baggage that's based on our experiences. So when your list is filled with specifics like how you want the other person to look or what you want that other person to offer you financially, just stay open to that list changing should you have some sort of life epiphany or Get a deeper understanding of who you are. So I love examples. (laughs) So let me give you some examples of what I'm talking about. So let's say you have a list and on your list you have, I need a big dude, right? He needs to be six foot six. He needs to be imposing. When the two of you walk into a room, everybody knows do not mess with him. Do not mess with her. Why? Because look at that dude, (laughs) right? If that's something inside of you and it's really strong. No, 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 no. I need a big dude. You may want to look at that. Ask yourself, am I really attracted to big football playing dudes? Which is cool. Nothing wrong with that. We all have our preferences. But... If you look under the surface is there something else there do you perhaps want that big dude because you feel unsafe in the world do you want to show up in his strength instead of your own strength I'm gonna just let that one just hang in the air for a moment Maybe you see the world as a very scary place and this big husband as your protection. That's something you may want to take through therapy. Your husband cannot be with you 24-7. And even more importantly, another human being can never be our full safety in the world. They just can't. So, this was just one example again not picking on my sisters that like the big dudes nothing wrong with that but let's ask a big question are my preferences actually crutches for me to avoid doing the work of healing out right <laughs> again are my preferences and I'm putting those in quotes for a moment crutches For me to avoid doing the work of healing. Okay. Maybe you feel like I've been picking on you. I've been stepping on your toes a bit. I'm going to give you an example from my own life. Some vulnerability here. So you know that we're all in this together. I had a profound experience with this. I went to a luxury store in Los Angeles, right? I was living in Los Angeles at the time. And the employees at said luxury store made it very clear they didn't think I belonged there. I was dressed cute, had my hair together, my nails was done. I I know, I know, I used the wrong verb there. It was on purpose. Uh, <laughs> none of this mattered. They were rude and condescending. And I watched them with other customers in the store. And they seemed to to be able to be helpful and polite with the other people, but not with me. And it really caught me off guard because it was a day when <laughs> it was a day when my black woman in America superhero suit was in the dry cleaners. I wasn't even thinking about anything except looking for some cute clothes. I was not looking for trouble. So when the nastiness ensued, I wasn't ready. (laughs) I just wasn't. I wasn't ready. And instead of pushing back, as I often do, I ended up leaving the store in tears. And on the way to my car, I said to myself in a critical voice in my head, I should have brought Paul. They wouldn't have treated me like this if he was here. Paul. (laughs) Paul is my husband who is white. I did not realize that somewhere, somewhere rolling around in my subconscious, I saw him as my shield against racist. I saw him as someone who legitimizes my right to be in a particular space. Mm. If you'd asked me if I felt that way before the incident in the store, I would have been livid. I would have been offended. I would have been all of it. <laughs> but there was the truth staring me in the face. That doesn't mean I don't love my husband. I, I love that man. I do. It meant I had personal work to do to believe that I belong in every space I choose to be in and i shouldn't be making provisions on my end to make racist comfortable or kind to me oh girl excuse me i'm i'm having a moment just just thinking about that still makes me feel some kind of way when i got home i unpacked this situation with my husband because we have the type of, of relationship where we can we can talk about anything and I also worked through it with a wonderful self-guided counseling program that I'm in. And I've been in twice now called To Be Magnetic. Um, It's incredible and affordable, and I'll probably talk about it in the future. But uh, I'll put a link in the show notes. I also did some journaling and some meditating. And now that sense that I need my husband to buffer me from racists is gone. It's their problem, not my problem, <laughs> but let's, let's revisit the big dude example. Cause I, I just thought of another way that this could play out. Right? So your dad was a big dude. <laughs> he was, and you had an amazing relationship with your dad. He, he would pick you up in his big, strong arms. And he made you feel tiny and loved, loved being the operative word there. So that's what love looks like to you, right? So that's a good memory. There's, there's no trauma around that. But if you don't realize that that's what's in your psyche, you could be limiting yourself and you could be missing out on an incredible love experience because you only expect it to look one way. So you're out here complaining that you can't find a good man or woman, (laughs) to truly, truly love you because you're looking for your football dude. You're looking for your sports illustrated swimwear model. Okay, let's, let's, let's broaden the, 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 the scope here. Meanwhile, there is a wonderful human being who would love you up and down, but you're looking past them because you're looking for someone that fits a list that you made that doesn't reflect the most important things, right? So like with my husband, he is still white. I am not divorcing him, (laughs) but I looked at what else was mixed in with my love. So you may still want and love a big dude, Just make sure that it's not mixed with other things. Okay. Many of the women I interviewed for my book said their spouses, male or female, aren't anything physically that they expected, but they're blissfully happy. (laughs) So I'm suggesting that before you make your list, ask why are you so fixated on the things you've listed? And if most of those things are external, meaning they aren't character-based, you know, they're not things like, this person has to be kind, open-minded, respectful of women, listens when I speak. Ooh, child, that one. Listens when I speak. Know that those other things could change, right? The, well, I guess how tall he is isn't going to change, but <laughs> but some of the things like, how much he has to earn could change. If he's really able-bodied, could change. You know, we can't control what life throws at us. So just think about what's on the list. Now, I should clarify that I am pro-list. I don't think there's anything wrong. I will... Say this again, I don't think there's anything wrong with specifying physical attributes or even financial goals. I just want to see you ask the deeper questions because those things can't be firm foundations. They just cannot be the firm foundations for a committed relationship because they're fleeting. They're fleeting. They are. Next week's episode is part two, where we'll hear in one woman's words, A woman who is a friend of mine who I love named Veronica and she will tell her story of how she made the list and more importantly what she did with the list which was very unique I loved hearing her story that brought her the husband she'd always wanted